0: Are you going to get more repeat customers? And I think it varies depending on the type of product that you're selling and is it a product that does, you know, result in people purchasing it more often? Um, And is delivery going to make it better for that for your customer?
1: Welcome to the e-commerce podcast with me, your host, Matt Edmondson. Now, the e-commerce podcast is a show all about helping you deliver e-commerce wow. And to help us do just that, I'm chatting with today's guest, Steve Orenstein from locate to you about how you can master Oh, yes. Same day delivery. We're going to be talking about how we can do that in our own e-commerce business. But before Steve and I dive into our conversation, let me share with you a podcast pick, a previous episode or two that I think you might enjoy from the e-commerce podcast archives. The first one given today's topic is how to build a fulfillment infrastructure that will scale with your business. Our conversation was with Harry Draper, which was a phenomenal conversation. So do check that out. And actually, I did an episode way back, which probably has still some relevance though, (laughs) on understanding the real costs of e-commerce shipping for your business. You can access our podcast picks and our entire podcast archive for free on our website at ecommercepodcast.com net plus if you're there sign up for the newsletter we will send all the links to our podcast picks along with the notes and the links uh, from today's conversation with steve they all get delivered straight to your inbox at no cost to you which is pretty amazing plus We'll email you every week when we do a new episode, so you stay up to date. Now, are you struggling to grow your e-commerce business? Do you feel like you're constantly spinning your wheels trying to figure out what to focus on next? Well, let me tell you, I have been there and I know how frustrating that is. And that's why I love, love, love the cohort oh yes the e-commerce cohort which sponsors this show and the e-commerce cohort has brought to you a free resource called e-commerce cycles it's a mini course which walks you through the proven framework that i use in all my e-com businesses uh, for building successful e-commerce businesses i'm going to show you the specific steps i take in my own e-commerce company so you can put those to practice exactly how i do them and the good news is of course as you would expect just like the podcast it's completely free you don't even need an email address to get access to it uh, you can find out more at ecommercecycles.com. Ecommerce cycles as in a bike, you know, the cycle of e-commerce. Uh, ecommercecycles.com uh, to, access this free, for, for, to access this free training and get started today. It is time to start delivering e-commerce wow well to your customers with the help of e-commerce cohort. So do check that out. Now that's the sponsor and let's talk a little bit about today's guest. Steve is a born entrepreneur who blazed his trail by ditching university at 19 to build his own business connector field. After successfully selling it to Fleetmatics, he set his sights on revolutionizing same-day delivery with the groundbreaking zoom to you platform and now also the locate 2 you platform with over 120,000 happy customers ranging from SMEs to corporate giants like DHL, Bunnings and Nespresso. Steve is shaking up the delivery world one parcel at a time and give that this is such a hot topic uh, and always will be a hot topic with e-commerce because we are delivering something at least quite looking forward to this conversation Steve's great to have you on the show thanks for joining us Bern. how are you doing good
0: matt great to be here
1: and it's fair to say uh, if those on those of you listening to the podcast which is i know the vast majority like 99.9 percent of people listen to it you won't see the fact that it is pitch black uh, for steve <laughs> and that you are on the other side
0: <laughs> of the world right that's, that's it. Yeah, it's uh, just after ten thirty at night in Sydney, but uh, yeah, great, great to be here.
1: <laughs> it's funny, the different time zone things, Still, I, I still, um, I still can't get my head around how it works, especially when you fly from LA to New Zealand. That somehow you <laughs> you, you, you kind of miss a day of your life, and I'm not quite sure how yeah, it yeah. works, or the, or the other way you gain a day. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what? How did I do that? I don't know. I've just gone back in time. It's very, very peculiar. Do you travel to the States much? I do. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, in fact, all over. Um, we've got a team actually in Manila and we've got a team in India. So definitely yeah, spend a little bit of time there and also to the US to meet, meet with customers.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so you're quite used to this time zone hopping thing. Yes, definitely. <laughs> So, we read there in your bio, Steve, that you dropped out of uni at uh, nineteen, which is uh, it's not an unheard of story, is it, with anyone that's a little bit entrepreneurial? But what can I ask? What were you studying at uni, and why it was so bad that you decided to drop out at nineteen?
0: Yeah, Um, I I started uh, studying IT, and so uh, and also was doing a a business degree at the same time. So we're doing two degrees. yeah, and I guess what I started, I really wanted to run a business. Um, I don't know why, but I just did. And um, a lot of like the software side of things that we were learning and even the programming that they were teaching was just quite out of date. Mm. Um, and so after doing that for a little while, you know, I had an opportunity to go and I just decided to pause it and go and work for someone. And in that stage, ended up um, taking over the business that I was, I was working in. And um, yeah, so I, I planned to go back, but uh, never went back.
1: Never went back. It's interesting, isn't it? It's uh, and, and why would you need to now, right? So yes, exactly. fast forward uh, a few years and we have um, locate to you. So for those that maybe don't know what that is, um, listening to the show, just give a quick background on the company. And then we're going to we're going to jump into the whole conversation about delivery and e-com.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so 2019, I started a business called Zoom to You, and essentially it's Uber for delivery based here in Australia. Um, we operate in mo- all the major capital cities, um, providing a same day delivery experience um, designed for e-commerce and retail businesses, but also for um, lots of others, you know, small mm-hmm. businesses and consumers. Um, and so that business, you know, drivers have an app on their phone, they can choose to accept bookings as they come through, um, but the customer gets that live tracking experience so they can see when that delivery is actually arriving and also on the same day. Um, and as we were building that business, uh, what we found was a lot of companies were running their own fleet of their own drivers, but were wanting to use the technology that we'd built inside of the Zoom to You business. Um, and so then we started building the locate to you product. Um, and today we now sell that across, across the globe. We've got over 500 customers globally. Um, and that helps companies that are running their own fleet of their own drivers, allowing them to do things like route optimization, um, but also be able to send a live tracking link to their customer. So the customer can see the live location of, of the driver arriving. And so I think, you know, when I started the business, it was all around Making sure that you tell the customer when you're arriving, and in most e-commerce stores today, even when you go through the checkout process, the, the consumer never actually knows when that product's actually going to arrive. Mm. And I think over, you know, in the future, that's got to change. And I think Amazon has done that pr- pretty well in most parts of the world, um, but most of the small, medium-sized e-commerce businesses still, at the point of checkout, you it's going to go through, you know, your typical postal networks or maybe a courier company, but the consumer never has an idea of when that's arriving and often they're not going to get that on the same day yeah and um, yeah we, we said about solving that and initially just in australia with with our network through zoom to you um, but now doing that uh, on a global basis with our locate to You product well wow, that sounds fascinating
1: and and let's jump in i mean you mentioned the e-commerce business you know and you go through the checkout, and it's still the biggest reason for car abandonment is um, things like hidden shipping fees or I don't know when it's going to arrive. It's Correct. it's not clear yeah. on the site, right? Yeah. Um, and I guess for a lot of entrepreneur, a, a lot of e-commerce businesses, they're at the mercy of the couriers which they use. So you take um, our e-commerce. Brand, for example, we distribute all over the world. So I've not, I'm, I've not got my own worldwide delivery network yet. Maybe one day I'll compete with Amazon when we get big, in. Um but I, I, ju- I just don't have that. So I'm at the mercy in a lot of ways. At, um, I'm at the mercy of our, our couriers, um, and so it's, is it, it's a little bit more complex to say this is exactly when it's going to arrive, right?
0: Definitely, definitely, yeah. And so I think it is. Um, it's still complicated today, and I think it's it's going to get simpler in, into the future. Um, but I think it's also dependent on different types of products, and you know whether it's a retail store or whether mm-hmm. you know it's certain types of product lines. Um, you know, if you're selling a relatively low value item, um, it doesn't make sense that you're going to do like a fast delivery because the economics doesn't doesn't make sense. But if you're selling a high value item, then you can do a lot of you know smarter things around how you can actually do that delivery and having multiple carriers available at the point of checkout to choose, giving the customer choice as to which particular carrier that they're going to use, um, and then being able to select something that's going to be faster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so what kind of things make sense then for same day delivery?
0: Um, I mean, we see, I think it varies between different types of products, but you know, I've seen great success even with, you know, some larger items like furniture, um, which, you know, high value, value electronics, you know, mobile phones, um, yeah. all those types of things. But then, you know, you might have, you know, a, a florist and baked goods. Um, those all definitely make sense. I think, you know, any product that is over $50 and you're able to do... Um, you're able to get volume of that product so if you're only selling one of those items a day then it makes it harder to make same day delivery make sense but if you're able to yeah. put through decent amounts of volume mm-hmm. and potentially it's also about restricting the delivery area that you're actually offering that from um, and so if you're running a retail store or even e-commerce you say okay well within a 10 kilometer radius of that particular location then i'm going to be able to offer a same day service and you're going to batch them into areas uh, and i would always start by thinking about batching it into time windows um, often people make mistake of saying, I'm going to turn on three hour delivery from the time of when that order arrives and have it delivered within three hours. And that's generally not going to be practical um, mm. because you, you, you just don't know when those orders are all going to come in. You're not going to be able to consolidate many orders together and you're not going to get the efficiencies around getting the price as low as you possibly can. Whereas if you batch it into windows, then you know, okay, we're going to have three windows throughout the day. You might start with one window, might be right. between six and nine o'clock at night. And then orders come in through the day. The customer knows that at nine o'clock, you know, before nine o'clock, they'll have that product delivered. They'll actually be at home because they've finished work, uh, and then you can actually, you know, deliver it at a cost-effective price. Uh, one of, the, I guess, one of the biggest things that we see from e-commerce businesses is, is around you know wanting to do faster delivery, but wanting to do that uh, cost-effectively, and the way you do that is by batching those orders together, and so it's typically the distance in how far that driver is having to travel is how much it's going to cost you. Yeah. And if you're able to give that driver 10, 20, 50 parcels in one go, then, and they're able to do that in a, in a short period area, then you can drive that cost to be, you know, sometimes as cheap as what you're doing with your local courier.
1: Mm-hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I, um, I'm very aware that when it comes to ecom, the final mile is a big thing, right? We the yep. last mile they call it, don't they? So you, um, especially if you're using like a national courier service, you know that what happens in that last mile is is usually the most important critical. And what you're doing in effect is you're saying, well, if if you're selling those locally, why why give it to someone else? You can That's sort right. it out yourself, That's and right. you can you can get that to to yeah. somebody's house. So, yeah. what kind and of I- number numbers start to make sense, Steve? Because Um, I, I get that if I'm doing baked goods, if I'm doing a florist, if I'm doing expensive electronics and I've got a good local market, you know, people are buying online and I'm delivering stuff. What sort of numbers makes sense? You talked about volume. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I look at it in, in one way is that every e-commerce business spends a lot of money getting a customer to your site Mm -hmm. and then the delivery experience is generally poor. Yeah, and yeah so you don't get that repeat order and so i think the way in which e-commerce businesses should think about it is i want to provide a really great delivery experience particularly for the people that are locally around me and i'm going to get a whole bunch of word of mouth from that and i'm going to get a whole bunch of people coming back and repeat ordering depending on the type of product you're selling if you're selling a product that's just like a one-off purchase then probably not yeah but if you are a product that people are going to keep on buying then if you can make that delivery experience really good then you're gonna be able to drive volume. And so it may mean in the, in the early days of starting this, you may lose some money in, in starting this out, but then you should be able to get to some scale where you make it, um, where it makes sense. And so um, I, I think even at you know, 20, 20 orders a day, you can actually do this cost effectively. Um, right. And you might, you might start with a smaller radius. You might just say, you're gonna only offer this in, you know, within five kilometers, which means you're gonna drive density. Um, and so the driver's not going to have to travel as far. They can get all those deliveries done within a couple of hours. And you know, mm-hmm. you've got this fixed cost to actually do that uh, every yeah. single day of the week.
1: That's really interesting. So, uh, five kilometers for our American listeners, uh, about 3.5 miles, I'm guessing That's somewhere it. around there, three, three, yeah, about, is it three, about three, yeah. three, three, three and a half miles somewhere. Anyway, yeah. um, five clicks, I think is the military term, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's a five click radius, um. So I so, I mean, this is really interesting, isn't it? So if you're getting sort of 20, 30 local orders a day within uh, a, a five kilometer, five click radius, three and a half mile radius from your business, then actually you're, you should probably start looking at something like same day delivery because you're, you're gonna deliver a much better service and the costs um, of it aren't too dissimilar to what you would have been paying That's anyway. Right. Is that what I'm understanding?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah def- definitely, definitely. And, you know, with most career companies, usually you're paying for multiple parcels. Yeah. Um, and so you, there's a fee every time you, there's numerous parcels. Whereas if you're just running your own fleet of your own drivers, you're probably paying maybe a per drop rate or you're paying an hourly rate for that particular contractor. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you're not paying extra for those additional parcels. So often it, it, it can be really cost effective.
1: So how do you go about, um I mean, I, I get that if if I'm listening to this, thinking actually, I, for for me, if I was in London, I can see straight away that this would make sense for us. You know, we could do some kind of something in London, same day delivery, yeah. uh, which would be really interesting. Um, but how do how would I go about finding? I mean, maybe this is, is a silly question, but I, I'll ask it anyway because why not? How do I go about finding people? that i am paying to deliver this service am i connecting with uber drivers am i connecting with taxi drivers what what's the sort of the yeah. what things have i you mean, found work there
0: yeah uh in any country every country it's, it's different um but you know the one thing that i is probably common across all of them is you know facebook groups are really mm-hmm. good there are lots and lots of uh uber facebook groups um and uber driver fa- like facebook group so you can actually join those you can actually post something in there saying you're looking for a driver in this area and you'll get inundated um i'd suggest you get, you put up a form of, of some sort or a link to a form where you can actually they can <laughs> fill out that me. information um, mm. but yeah generally getting drivers is now relatively easy um, that's the easy part of, of our business in the zoom to you side of things um, yeah there's lots of different sites you know whether it's going on to there's you know general recruitment sites you can post jobs on there for drivers. It's it's pretty easy to get drivers. Okay. Um, and so that's so, I think that's the easy part, and it's just finding you know good ones. And it's probably thinking about you know what is the way of being able to identify what is a good driver or what's a what's going to be a poor driver. Uh, one of the things that we did inside of Zoom to you very early on is that we actually made it like and we've got thousands of drivers on our Zoom to you platform. Um, we actually made the onboarding process complicated and we made them go through a series of steps purposely okay. because it, ident- it allowed us to identify whether or not the driver could follow instructions. And if they could follow instructions, then they're gonna be you know, great at being able to deliver because that's what they have to do is you know, follow instructions typically. Um, and whereas they couldn't follow the instructions and we knew that they couldn't quite understand things and we knew that we're probably gonna have difficulties in them actually being a, a driver on the, on the Zoom to You platform.
1: Yeah. That's really fascinating. So just to clarify then, with the, the same day delivery service, if it's something that you're listening, you know, listening to this podcast and you're thinking, listener, I wonder if I could make this work in certain cities. This is not a case of getting um, uh, my branded vans and drivers with my branded uniforms like UPS. This is a case of actually I'm going to tap into a network which is already there. These guys have already Correct. got cars. They're already used to delivering stuff. I'm just going to go recruit them and they're going to use some technology like locate to you. They're going to have an app on there. Um, and just like they do with an Uber job, I'm guessing they, we, we as a company put out, we need this parcel taken from here to here. And this is a route you're going to go down and you're going to drop all these parcels off. Who wants to do it?
0: That's right. Exactly. Right.
1: Okay. So, and this is, and this, uh, this batching that you talk about is obviously a much better way than just doing it on a per job basis.
0: Yeah, def- definitely. So you definitely want to batch it because that's going to give you a real efficiency and being able to, you know, just even doing the pick and pack, you're going to know you've got these cutoff time windows when you can do that. Um, but then it means you've got the one or two or five drivers turning up, and you're handing out these delivery runs to these drivers. Say, so here's your your batch of bookings to do. Is your yeah. route, and they know it's the most efficient route. And so, you know, in the old days, the drivers used to have to figure out which way they're going to do these deliveries and you know, you'd manually figure out which driver's going to do them. Now you don't have to do any of that. that. That technology handles all of that and allocate to your product, does that really efficiently.
1: That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So you said, Steve, that was the easy part, getting the drivers, which means there's a not so easy part. And I'm curious <laughs> to know what the not so easy part is.
0: I mean, I think you, it's a it's a change to the way in which you're doing things. Um, and And often I see conversations with you know the people that are running logistics inside of these e-commerce businesses particularly sort of medium to larger e-commerce businesses probably don't want to do this because mm-hmm. it's like they have to change their entire process for you yeah. can pack they have to prioritize these orders um they don't want to necessarily do this do this work and often where we've seen it being successful it's been driven from the ceos of these e-commerce businesses who are like actually this is Really important for our customers to have this, and this is what's going to actually make our, our e-commerce business, you know, be better than the other, better than our competitors. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, the next five years, it's going to be really important for e-commerce businesses—the ones that are going to be really successful, the ones that are going to have a really great delivery experience—and um, you know, the, that point of checkout is going to be really important to tell the customer when the product's arriving. Yeah,
1: that's that's interesting, isn't it? So, can I? I get that it's going to be complex to put into my system, and I'm my brain's buzzing, Steve. Right? So I've got a bunch <laughs> of questions for you now, um, and I'm I'm thinking of the the questions are more like how. So I'm asking myself how would I how would I implement this in my own econ business, right? Yeah. Um, so my distribution, my pick and pack centres in Liverpool. We don't do a, we do some local deliveries in Liverpool, but I can't imagine that adding same day delivery to Liverpool postcodes is gonna transform my business overnight. Just the nature of what we do, right? Yeah. Sure. Um I I get that there are some businesses that might work. But if I could do it like I say in London, well that's a different kettle of fish altogether. Now the last yep. thing I want to do is go and set up a distribution centre in London, um quite frankly. Yes. Um yes. so have you seen it work where there's a two stage process where I say, right, actually all the orders today that have come in from London, rather than sending yep. those out individually to clients, I'm going to put those in one big massive box and I'm going to send them down to uh, the driver in London, uh, whoever you know has agreed to do the job. Um, and I, I send them out. So I maybe send 20 parcels to this guy, 20 parcels to that guy. And then they yep. distribute them the sort of the final mile.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Do, do, am I am I creating a rod for my back, making it more complicated doing something like that? Or actually have you seen companies do that and it work well?
0: Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely seen that, that happen. Um, and it, it does create more complexity, but ultimately it's like, what's going to be better for your customer and Mm -hmm. is that going to result in, if you do this, you're going to have a better delivery experience, you're going to have more control over it. Um, are you going to get more repeat customers? And I think it varies depending on the type of product that you're selling. And is it a product that does, you know, result in people purchasing it more often um and is delivery going to make it better for that for your customer then then it makes complete sense to do something like that Um, and so i think in that early days of setting that up it's going to take a bit of work it's going to take effort you're going to have things that don't work quite well and you know you might have some unreliable drivers but once you actually get it set up and going then it then it just ticks along and then yeah then it just becomes like second nature yeah
1: that's interesting
0: what happens Um, if i Go on. You were just say. And the other thing I've seen is, depending on the number of products that you actually have, um, I've seen people where we've had we've hired like storage locations. Um, they've had padlocks on them that can be accessible by pin pin numbers, and they've actually sent drivers in to do the pick and pack for them. Depending on the type of product that they're they're, they're shipping, um, and you know, for it's a, a very simple product to actually grab off the shelf and and pack it away and, and deliver it. Um, So that that, that way you can actually... That's genius. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's genius. I like... You could do that, especially if it's a smaller... I suppose less expensive product that your, your drivers are less likely to go and rob and you, I've got Correct. some way of changing that pin code every night or something, you know, there's. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, when, be-
0: when COVID, COVID happened, uh, we did this for quite a few customers um, who wanted to set this up and particularly around even distribution of hand sanitizer. Um, we basically, you know, set up these micro warehouses essentially out of these storage facilities. Um, it was the same product, you know, there was a couple of different variations of it, drivers would just go in there and do the pick and pack and deliver it to the customer.
1: And do you find drivers are willing to do that?
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think as long as they've been remunerated in a particular way, um, then drivers will, and and particularly where it's consistent work. um, You know, I think there is this large pool now of people that are driving for ride share companies globally. Um, These guys are always, you know, guys and girls are always looking for, you know, additional ways of earning income and, Mm. you know, they, they'll happily, you know, pick up this type of work.
1: It's amazing, isn't it, what, what you're talking about? Because one of the things which has been constantly plaguing us, I think, as e-commerce entrepreneurs the last few years is the, the rise of Amazon and their exceptional delivery service and how yep. how it is almost impossible to compete um, yeah. With that but what you're talking about actually if you can get it to work is a way of competing with that because you'd be yeah, yeah, definitely. on a much smaller scale right you're doing what definitely. Amazon have done in the sense that you're putting these storage centers in locations around the UK yeah. and you're using in effect same day delivery service um, where Amazon sometimes I can get same day delivery in the UK but it's not, it's not as much as I thought it would be yet, actually it's still usually next day um, if you're yeah, a okay. prime customer. Yeah. So, but what what I see here is actually all of a sudden there's something quite global because I could set up a sto- small storage facility in Sydney if we had That's enough right. business in Sydney, right? Yep.
0: Yeah, and so then you could start looking at your data and saying, okay, where are a lot of my orders happening? Um, which locations? does it? Where does it make sense? Um, mm. Yeah, and you could, you know, if you're particularly if you're doing international stuff, you could be holding stock in locations. And um, maybe there's there's cheaper ways of being able to send it there. And yeah, so it may actually be more efficient in doing it.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. I think it's a really yeah. fascinating idea of getting Uber drivers or whichever, you know, I'm sure they're right Yeah, right. exactly. But getting Uber drivers to be part of your staff at a fixed rate where they pick and pack from where they are, which gives you, it instantly gives you depots all around a specific country and if it makes sense for that city to then offer that same day delivery service I think that's quite an interesting yeah. idea are there yeah. companies successfully doing this
0: uh, I mean we see, we see that with that with our business today particularly uh, in the Australian market uh, mm-hmm. and you know lots of companies that are, are using the zoom to you platform to do that but also you know lots of our locate to you customers are doing it as well um, one of the things that we're quite close in being able to release. Um, We we know that, um, you know, getting started with something like this, you know, takes a bit of effort. Um, We're actually providing an integration layer from locate to you that will connect you to different carriers essentially across the world. And so it will plug into Uber's network, but it will also plug into DoorDash and many of these other sort of ride sharing companies that are now offering delivery. Um, you can have your orders come in to locate to you, and then it can actually send them out to the different uh, carrier networks across the world. Um, and so you don't necessarily have to engage your own drivers. I think that's generally the best way. You're going to get the best experience. But if you've mm-hmm. got overflow work you want to send out to them or you want to start in that way, that that's also one way of being able to do that.
1: Which just again reduces the barriers to entry in a sort of trial and yeah, test, exactly. doesn't it? Exactly. That's really fascinating. I suppose the other part of me is thinking, actually if i was in the fulfillment game so well technically i am we do fulfillment uh, from our warehouse um for other companies right so we say listen give us your products we'll ship them out for you especially if they're small um products we're, we're pretty good at that and so we have um customers that use us for fulfillment and we ship their products um mainly in the uk sometimes internationally as well and i'm really interested in this as a concept because i if I could, I then suppose say right. I can I can think about this with my e-commerce entrepreneur hat on, but I could also think about this with my entrepreneur hat on. Yeah, um, And definitely. stop building, in effect, these sort of mini fulfillment centers, um, especially around key cities like. London would be an obvious one, maybe Edinburgh, yeah, yeah, you know, Manchester and a few of these sort of places where you can then start to go, well, we can do same day delivery now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then everything else is next day delivery. Um, yeah. Which would be a massive competition boost, I think, um, yeah. for you. Particularly I, well, when,
0: when you're consolidating orders from many companies, um, yeah. you know, that allows you to get more volume, it allows you to drive density as well. And yeah, I, I think that that definitely makes sense.
1: Well, you know, on our where our warehouse is, there's a, there's a unit on our warehouse estate, for want of a better expression, where we distribute from. Uh, I don't know the name of the company because I think overnight, basically, trucks come into the compound and drop off parcels from just about every single delivery company out there, from every to, you know, whoever is, is particularly using them. And these guys, I think, are the last mile. They, in effect, have yeah, okay. done this kind of thing where it's like they they, have, they must be hundreds of drivers picking up parcels, filling their cars yeah, yeah, with yeah. parcels, yeah. Um, and delivering them out. And I think it'd be a really interesting experiment to do, just to say, actually, we can offer same-day delivery across Liverpool, yes. um, yeah. and, and target that to, I don't know, uh, I'm, I'm just thinking outside my box a little bit here, uh, Steve, you've <laughs> got good. me thinking now. <laughs> you've got me thinking. So it's, it's really fascinating that now with technology, um, uh, that you can do this. So I guess is, is the technology prohibitive? Is it pretty reasonable? Um, I mean, obviously you've got locate to you, but what sort of other tech do I need? I'm, I'm kind of curious what the tech yeah. involvement is.
0: Um, so you're probably going to need, there's probably two main things. One is yeah, something like locate to you. So something that's going to do route optimization um, and that's that's gonna be really important. Uh, but the other thing you're gonna need is something on the checkout process that is gonna allow you to allow your customer to choose the different types of delivery options. Um, and so, you know, for example, on Shopify, um, we, we have an app on there called Local Delivery. And what that allows you to actually do is it allows the customer to actually select the point of checkout, the, the day they actually want the product to be delivered and then the time window and it will display that information based on the person's postcode or zip code. Um, And so in the background, you've got a series of rules that says, okay, if um, on this particular day, on this zip code or postcode, we're actually offering a delivery time window and these are the time windows. And these are the numbers of uh, orders that we will accept inside of this time window. Um, and so, you, so you're going to need a piece of software that's going to allow you to have that sort of customization mm. at the point of checkout um and so whether it's on shopify or you know woocommerce or any other e-commerce platform you, you'll need that part and that's that's the important part and then that will communicate to the customer to say hey this is when your order is actually going to arrive and limiting the numbers of orders at the point of that time window is important because you typically don't have unlimited numbers of drivers you're going to have a, a set an, a number of drivers mm. um but you also wanna be able to change that order number on certain days. So, you know, if you're a florist and you're doing Valentine's Day, you wanna be able to spike that on Valentine's Day and you, you would pre-plan the number of drivers you need at those types of things. Um, and so that's, you know, relatively simple to do. Um, hmm. You know, the local delivery software costs $20 a month. So it's, you know, it's, it's very inexpensive. Um, and then, yeah, then you'll you need the route optimization. Again, that's not that expensive either. It's it's usually on a per driver base um, and varies in cost, but somewhere between sort of 30 to $50, $50 a month um, per user, thereabouts. Right. So,
1: again, not cost prohibitive at all.
0: No. no it's so all really straightforward we've, stuff. Yeah. I mean, what we've seen now over the last, you know, five years in particular is that there are products out there that are available to assist companies in being able to do this. And it's really around e-commerce businesses figuring out how this is going to work with their business and wanting to make that change. And there is effort involved in making this change, um, but then you know I think the return on investment is yeah, the time, but also the money is is you, know, you, you get a return very very quickly.
1: And do you find then that if I if I if I'm going to go to the trouble of investing in the tech, which from a monetary point of view is not the is not the monthly cost, it's just the upheaval, I suppose, to the site yep, and the correct. tech team getting it all set up. Right. Um it's the change in process, isn't it, with the with the pick and pack team, so, you know, how orders come through. And so so there's there's a little bit of thinking, I guess, for each company to to sort of go through. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Definitely. And if I if I go to the expense of doing that, um how do you how do you remunerate the drivers? What uh, maybe that's how long is a piece of string, but uh, how does how does it work for the driver? How do they get paid for what they do? What sort of th- cost do I need to have in my head for that?
0: Yeah, um, it varies depending on like the product that you're delivering, um, but also the distance and how far that driver is travelling. But typically, um, you know, the simplest way I would be thinking about it is go into you know, your ride sharing app, type in one location to another location, and it will tell you how much it's going to cost. And mm-hmm. that, you know, globally, it will tell you that. It will, that will give you a sense of, okay, well, that's the cost on a per distance basis, whether it's kilometer or per mile basis, you, you can work that out. And so if you think about that and you think about, okay, well, if a driver's going to travel, you know, 50 kilometers or 50 miles on a particular day, this is what it's going to cost them to do that. And if he's doing that many t- deliveries inside of that radius, then you can work out what that cost cost can look like. Now, you want to have a cost, every time that driver's got to stop and get out of his vehicle, there's time associated in doing that. And so you want to have Mm. some money that's available to pay for that that time period. Um, And so you generally want to be able to work out, you know, it's a fee per delivery um, and that's generally going to be the best way of being able to do it. Um, And, you know, I've seen that where it's, yeah, it, it can be as cheap as, you know, in our market, you know, I've seen it as five, six, $7 a delivery where a driver's delivering 60, 70 parcels in one go, um, where it's other e-commerce businesses has been at 15 to 20, sometimes $25 a delivery. Um, but yeah, it, and it varies in every market because, you know, mm. every country, obviously the wages are, are going to be different.
1: So again, it, is this, um, if you do like same day delivery or, or this sort of local delivery, is that something that I, as the e-commerce entrepreneur would then charge a fee for to clients or is that I, how people I, typically I think, do it?
0: Yeah, typically. And so what you would do is you would, your price per delivery may vary than what you're incurring. You would generally fix that cost to your customer. And then you would know that you've got enough margin to make sure that, you know, hopefully you should be receiving more orders because, you're giving you know more certainty of when this product's arriving, mm-hmm. um, but you know we've seen it work. You know one of our customers um, is Nespresso, and at the point of checkout, they've got a number of different options that are available. They've got the postal network that's available, but if you want it faster, you've got these two options that are available, and it's you know whether it's in th- within a three-hour time window or whether it's you know later on in the in the evening delivery. Um, and so I think it's it yeah it's giving those customers flexibility. Um, and and knowing you've got you know your pricing is set so that you're going to cover that cost or you may lose some but then you're going to gain it because you're going to you know receive um more, more orders from your customers by by having that option available yeah and i guess it's one of those things you'll experiment with isn't it and you'll tweak it and, That's right. and figure it
1: out as That's you go right. along right.
0: um and I, and, so I, and I think you know if you think about most businesses are spending so much money on advertising to try and get customers Um, And so I would think about it in a point of view of like, just take some money and some budget, put it aside. And, you know, even if you're gonna lose money on all these deliveries, just think about it as a marketing expense um, because you're probably gonna find that you're gonna get more customers by doing this.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, totally. It's it's a really interesting idea. Um, And I think it cannot be overstated how well a good delivery experience brings a customer back. Um, Definitely. And how quickly a bad delivery experience will get a customer to shop elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. Definitely. It's, um, Definitely. It's, it's one of those things that's usually added, outside of your control. So you say yep. one of your clients then is... And, and I, think, I think
0: actually just, you just said something interesting. It's like most e-commerce businesses just think it's the courier fault and they leave it and they think they can't solve this problem and they, mm-hmm. like, they blame the courier. But I think it's actually the e-commerce owner can have control over this. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of setting something up.
1: Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's just a matter of figuring out um how you can how you can do it based on where your customers are. Um That's and right. not I like it because the, the concept, the tech, the ideas give you possibilities. Um whereas and this is one of the things that I love about e com and technology, it's sort of leveled the playing field, hasn't it really? Because for in England, we were stuck with the Royal Mail Service for the longest time. That's and right. then different couriers right. came along. And some of them were as bad and some of them were worse, you know, just it was what it was. Um and one of them very famously just went, well, let's just change our name and it'll con everybody into thinking we're brilliant again. The (laughs) British (laughs) public went, Are you mad? Um So, you know, we've still got the courier services. Then Amazon came in, and one of the interesting things uh with Amazon, and you see it a little, I saw it a little bit in Australia as well, actually, when Amazon came in, the delivery system which wasn't great at that point in terms of its speed, has to catch up and has yeah, to become definitely. efficient because Amazon know what they're doing, right? Yes, um, yeah, and correct. You, and, it, and you do see this effect wherever Amazon go. A few years later, the delivery networks seem to be, well, they seem to be a little bit yeah. better uh, wherever yeah. they're at. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I, I do think this is one of those things which is constantly changing. But the fact now that you can actually start to have your you can think there's a number of things that I never thought you would be able to do. Number one, I didn't realize I'd ever be able to set up my own bank. Apparently, I can. Uh, the bank of Matt, if you want to give me money, no problem. Um, and uh, I can now set up my own haulier, uh, you know, delivery company, um, and and use a pre-existing network and plug into that in a way that actually yes. is is quite clever. Yes. Um, yes. I think, and I love that. I love that about technology. I love that about innovation and where we're at at the moment. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: Keeps it all exciting, doesn't it? If you're an e-commerce yeah, yeah, entrepreneur, definitely. it's, it's like, um, and in fact, I, I imagine now, I mean, we're having this conversation in the office cause I, every now and again, I just go, I think we should set up a new e-commerce business because that, again, that's just my nature. Um, and I'm like thinking about an e-commerce business, but what, what you're in effect talking about now is actually, how could I do something in e-commerce that's hyper localized and offer a delivery service that is unparalleled and unmatched? That would be a really interesting thought yeah. experiment, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It really would. It really would. Um, so, um, you mentioned uh, Nespresso and other clients like that. How does it work with them? Do they send you um, individual parcels and you sort them out and give them to drivers, or do they just use your software and have drivers come to their warehouse, or do you like pick and pack for them? I'm I'm curious how you do it with other yeah.
0: companies. Um, and Espresso is a really good example, um, here in Australia, they, um, they actually, they've got lots of retail stores across the country and they use those as micro warehouses. Um, and so mm-hmm. they draw a radius from that, that retail store. Um, and so within that radius, as the person actually goes through the, the checkout process, they're entering their details of address information. And as they're doing that, it then d- d- shows them the list of delivery options. And so, yeah. If it's uh, an order that's for same-day delivery that will go to the retail store, they would do the pick and pack. Driver would turn up there and pick that up. And that's generally, it's typically time windowed. Um, and so the retail store knows, okay, well, the driver's going to be picking, you know, these five orders up in this time window to actually be delivered. And, yeah, it works works really well.
1: That's really interesting. I'm just thinking about um, we used to do beauty um, I sold the beauty business about 18 months ago. But one of the things that you, like a lot of the beauty brands here in the UK, they have salons that sell their products. And so actually they could do in effect the same thing, couldn't they? It's like, yeah, we can offer same day delivery um, on these products. And, um, and actually you could do that probably around the, around the country so yeah, yeah, yeah. postcode areas you know yeah. um, that'd be a really interesting experiment to do I wonder how long it will be before they start knocking on your door and going oh Matt I heard <laughs> Matt say that I could do this um, that's really interesting well Steve listen you've got my my brain pondering now and 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 racing with ideas what else in this industry is is happening at the moment that we should be thinking of um, as e-commerce entrepreneurs What should what else should we be Thinking about,
0: uh, I mean, I think it's interesting to think about the, the likes of like ChatGPT and the impact that's going to have. Um, I think, particularly, uh, customer service-wise, being able to respond to customers much faster through using th- mm. tools like ChatGPT. Mm. Um, particularly, I think you know, not not now, but I, I would imagine over the next six to twelve months, um, watching what's happening in the AI space, I think is going to be really important. Um, because I think the early adopters of that are going to, are going to really accelerate their customer mm. experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I think a lot's, lots happening there. Um, yeah, and I, and I think, you know, I think delivery now is going to be what sort of really, you know, makes different e-commerce businesses really grow, grow and, you know, excel from their
1: competitors. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Things can be one of the standout things. And so, yeah. um, this has been a really eye opening conversation, Stephen. So, if people listening want to find out more, if they want to reach out, if they want to find out more about um, Locate to You, what's the best way to do that?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can to find out, you can head on to our website, which is locate to youcom It's the, the number two and the letter U. Um, if you wanted to reach out to me directly, um, you can just grab me on LinkedIn, just searching Steve Orenstein. Um, I'm also on TikTok. You can grab me on there as well um, and, and on YouTube. So um yeah, happy to connect and um, yeah, always happy to chat and have you know provide any advice anyone's looking for and thinking about doing this for their business. That's fantastic. So do check out uh,
1: locate to you.com. Locate the number two and the letter U. We will of course link to all of that in the show notes. Now, Steve, let me close with um my final question, if I may. <laughs> Uh, it's a question I've, I've started asking a lot of people. I'm just really curious with the answer. So um, this show is sponsored by e-commerce Cohort. Um, e-commerce Cohort's like a monthly mastermind coaching program that we run, which is, I just love it. It's great, got some amazing people in there. It's all digital, of course, but imagine you're speaking to a room, a genuine room uh, full of cohort members who are keen and eager to learn from you and your expertise. So you've just done this keynote speech on how to set up same day delivery be hyper localized and absolutely kill it and trash amazon in the process that'd be a great webinar title by the way <laughs> um and you've done that webinar and you know the crowd's going wild <sighs> go steve um and you get to do that thing they do at the oscars which is you know that sort of speech which says i would just like to thank um who would you who's had a big influence on you past or present on your business, how you see things at the moment that you would sort of bring into that list and why? Oh,
0: that's a a big question. (laughs) And Um, a big one, that's what I see. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, over the years, uh, I've had lots of different people that have been involved in, you know, providing advice and mentoring me um, at all all different stages. yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't name someone specifically because there's been, I guess there's been so many different people that have mm. provided lots of advice um, along the way. It's a good question. But I mean, you know, I've, I really think also I've, I've built, you know, a number of different businesses and I've got two businesses running at the moment, both Zoom to You and Locate to You. And ultimately, it's it's the teams inside of those businesses that do a lot of that work. Um, and I've got, yeah, a, a really great team um, across the, across both of our businesses who you know work really hard on delivering a really great solution to our customers um and yeah. i think you know without having a really great team and having those people that believe in the vision of what we're trying to deliver um you don't have a business and so mm. yeah i'd have to say the team that we've got um yeah really really helps uh, our businesses uh grow fantastic that's a good answer uh, the team that makes a dream work uh, absolutely
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Steve, listen, thanks for coming on the show, man. And uh, no it's, it's been it's been a really interesting conversation. And like I say, lots and lots of food for thought. Um, I'm checking out Locate you. I'm going to check out the website. I'm going to be talking to the team about same day delivery services, whether it's going to make sense for us. But I'm yeah, curious cool. to see whether we can implement this in our fulfillment services um, in a few places around the country. That would be a really interesting thought experiment. Uh, and I'm really intrigued to see whether I can create a hyper-localized e-commerce business. Um, that would be a really fun experiment. So watch this space. But listen, Steve, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sparking the old gray matter and, and getting me thinking no about it. No it's worries. been an absolute pleasure, man. Uh, genuinely, That's thank been you. That be really good. Ah, no problems at all. Thanks, Matt. Awesome. Well, thanks, Steve, for joining me. And also a big shout out to today's show sponsor, the e-commerce cohort. Remember to check out their free training online at ecommercecycles.com. Also, be sure to follow the e-commerce podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, because we have yet more great conversations lined up, and I don't want you to miss any of them and before i wrap up today's episode uh, let me just take a quick moment to invite you dear listener to become a part of the show if you are an e-commerce entrepreneur or an expert and would like to share your insights with our audience we would love to hear from you or if you know someone who would make a great guest just like steve then please send them our way. Just head over to the website, www.ecommercepodcast.net, and all the information is there. And in case no one has told you yet today, you are awesome. Yes, you are. It's just a burden you have to bear. Steve has to bear it, I have to bear it, you've got to bear it as well. Now, the e-commerce podcast is produced by Orion Media. You can find our entire archive of episodes on your favorite podcast app. The team that makes this show possible is Sadaf Bainon, Estella Robin, and Tanya Hutzlak. Our theme song was written by Josh Edmondson. And as I mentioned, if you would like to read the transcript or show notes, head over to the website, ecommercepodcast.net, where, Again, you can also sign up for the weekly newsletter and get all of this good stuff direct to your inbox totally for free. Now, that's it from me. That's it from Steve. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day wherever you are in the world. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.